Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And once again, welcome back to Tax Insight here with Jeff from Hawkins Ash each and every week. Jeff, good morning. Hey, Jerry. How are you? I'm doing well. Each and every week, Jeff, we are talking uh, about taxes and all the different uh, ways and how to save money, shall we say. And today we want to talk about gifting. Yeah. So when it comes to gifting, you know, making gifts to either family or non-family members, there's a lot of things to consider, including some gifts that may have tax consequences, maybe not now, but later. So if I remember correctly, you can gift up to a certain amount without having to pay taxes, correct? Right. So you can give $15,000 to any person per year with no questions asked. You can actually give, you know, like $11.5 million over your lifetime without really any tax consequences to you as the giver. The only difference between the 15,000 and the 11.5 million, you know, other than the amount, right. um, is the fact that if it's under 15,000, you don't even have to file a gift tax return. You have no filing requirements at all. Interesting. Are there any gifts that don't count towards the limits like you just mentioned? There are. So, you know, gifts from one spouse to another don't count. Your charitable contributions, that's not really a gift. That's more of just a donation. Sure. Um, gifts made directly to a healthcare provider for medical expenses, you know, for your child or for somebody else. Or if you decide that for a grandchild, you want to give money um, and pay for their education, as long as you pay that directly to the school. Those kind of gifts aren't counted. So where do taxes really come in then? So if you give cash, normally there's no tax consequences. But if you give stocks or marketable securities, like let's say you owned Apple for a long time and you decided to give it to your grandchild, you know, they get the same basis that you have. So in other words, if you bought Apple back when it was like $30 and now it's $300, if your grandchild sells that at $300, they're gonna have a $270 gain. So that can be where the taxes come in later on is that whatever you know basis that you're holding in those assets, that's the basis that your children are going to hold in those assets or whoever you gift it to, or I should say. And the other thing is homes. You know, right now for homes, if you're single, you have a $250,000 gain exclusion and a $500,000 gain exclusion if you sell your home that you use as your main residence. Well, if you give that home to a family member, they don't get that same exclusion. So if there's a $100,000 gain on the sale of a home, where it would have been non-taxable to you, it becomes taxable to them. So that's why you really want to be careful about what you're gifting and when you're gifting. So are there things that cannot be gifted? There is. Income. So let's say that you have IRA income or something like that where you're getting a $10,000 IRA. You cannot. You can gift the cash to them, but you cannot gift that income and not pick it up on your return and have the other person pick it up on their return. That you can't do because obviously... You know, that would be right for income shifting and fraud and everything else that goes along with that. So what about paying expenses for a dependent child? Not normally an issue. Should not uh, kick in any kind of gift okay. tax consequences. What are other reasons uh, to make a gift besides just wanting to give some love to someone? There's a couple reasons. One at the high end of the scale, you know, if you're over that $11.5 million and you don't want to pay the the estate tax, which could be you know upwards of forty or fifty percent. Oh my gosh! You know you want to get some of those assets out of your estate and get it to other people before you pass away. The other end is at the lower end of the spectrum, and that would mean that you have very few assets, but 
you know, you don't want those assets to be counted for, you know, purposes like Medicare when you're going into a nursing home or something like that. So sometimes people will gift their homes to their kids at that point. But just remember, if you're going to do something like that for planning purposes, there's a look back period that Medicare and Medicaid look back at. So you're going to want to make sure you really, you know, look into that also. Jeff, a lot of great information each and every week. And uh, for those that want to connect with you, what's the best way of, of connecting with their team and or talking more about gifting? I would say you can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or go right to our website, hawkinsashcpas.com. Jeff, thank you for your time, and we'll talk to you next week. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.